Hello, this is Brandy Henry, and you are listening to Engaging on Social Media with Brandy Henry. And I really appreciate having you here. I put out about one podcast a week. Sometimes there's a glitch like last week, and I appreciate all of you who let me know that <laughs> it did not upload properly, that there was a problem and I needed to go back and re-record it. And I did, and that's why you see episode 22.5 previous to this one. Those things happen. We just got to try again. And that leads into today's title and episode. So this is episode 23, Algorithms, Smalgorithms. And making sure that you are empowered with social media and bringing your voice out and not disempowered by overthinking or worrying about or thinking that there's some magic formula that you got to get just right in order to run or operate or outsmart the algorithms that, in my opinion, they're, they're clever, but they're not, you know, we don't need to be afraid of them or worshiping them so much. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So empowerment over disempowerment when it comes to algorithms on social media. All right. At the beginning of every episode, I like to lay out the format of this show. You might be new to being a listener. And if you are, thank you. I hope that you'll find this helpful and empowering. That is really what I am trying to do in every episode of helping you engage on social media and not be afraid of it because it really is a powerful tool that we as humans have never been able or never had in the past for bringing our voices out into the world for free. Holy smokes. All right. So the way we do this show is I do this beginning part where I do break down what every episode looks like, looks like, sounds like. And I'll go into a call to action. That's a CTA. You'll hear that on just about every podcast you listen to where the host has some way that they would like you to engage with them outside of the podcast. And I do too. And I will do about 30 second call to action a little bit. And then a sidebar where I poke fun at myself. And this week, I'll say it's a big one that is pretty funny. And then we go into the meat of the show. And that is about 15 minutes or so. And this week, we'll be talking algorithms and why we ought not be afraid of them and what you can do to empower yourself instead of disempowering yourself by giving your giving away too much power to social media algorithms. And toward the end of the show, the last five minutes or so, I'll start to talk about next the next episode, and that'll be epi episode number 24 next time. I like to give away tidbits and freebies, and I have a couple here noted to talk about toward the end of the show. And then we always end the show with a booster, something uplifting. I always want you to walk away, walk away, uh, your ears to end listening with a good, upbeat, empowering message. And that's important to me. And we really do, or I really do my best to end the show that way every time. Every now and then you'll get to hear uh, my dog, Bella, who cannot decide if she wants to be here with me or not. And she jingle jangles those tags or jumps up and that's just kind of part of the show. And unless, of course, I'm a guest on another show, then Bella doesn't get to be near. <laughs> she is not somebody else's show sidekick. All right. On with the call to action this week. 
And that is, if you ever get stuck feeling like, I don't know what to say all the time. I see all these posts and I want to engage, but I don't know what to say. I mean, come on, Brandy, you're always like, comment, comment, comment. But what do I say? Well, on my website, I offer a freebie called How to Say It on Social Media. And you can go to brandywhenry.com and you'll receive that in your inbox, your email inbox. And it is a list of the most common posts and what to say about them. Just some fill in the blank sentences, comments, and hopefully you'll find yourself feeling more free to comment on posts that you see and like and want to engage with because that's also part of the social media algorithm, right? Which ones do we want to engage with? And we'll get into that. So that was what my call to action or CTA is for this episode. And on to the sidebar. Oh my goodness. For those of you who have been listening for a while, you know I do enjoy going thrift store shopping. And here in the Portland metro region, we have a lot of great thrift stores. We're really um, lucky, in my opinion. And I often go to certain thrift stores for different things. And one of my favorite places to go for bits of furniture is Deseret on 82nd in Southeast Portland. And I needed, I need or want another table for a workshop I'm hosting out of my home. And it was important to me not to use folding tables because I really want something that feels more homey, that possibly was, you know, all wood. And uh, I do like buying things used. And so off I went. And so side note, big side note, I am not a very good estimator of volume (laughs) or size. Um, We can all be good at different things, but this one I do not eye very well. Besides, in my thinking, I have a minivan. What doesn't fit in a minivan? Off I go. I find uh, a table that is really great. It is wood, um, has warm tones. the refinishing on it. It's not gorgeous, but I don't need that, need it for that. It's not perfect, but it definitely makes a great workspace for about six people can comfortably spread out, put laptops up, paper, etc., which is really what I was after. So I grabbed the ticket on it, go up there, pay the $30 and drive the minivan around to the side, get all the seats down. They bring it out. They look at the minivan. They look at the table. They look at the minivan. They look at the table and they're like, um, sorry, ma'am, but I don't, think that that's going to fit. I'm like, really? Oh goodness. No, it wasn't going to fit. Um, it's almost 48, 50 inches in depth or wide. And they're (laughs) at no angle is my minivan going to hold that. And the table doesn't come apart because the previous owner, um, in its way of stabilizing it, (laughs) screwed or glued it all together. Uh, which is fine. We figured it out. We had a friend uh, with a trailer who graciously, uh, he and his wife figured out some time for them to help us. And the table is now in the garage, delivered by a pull from behind trailer. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure I'll pull something like that again. So we have many stories like that uh, from our past uh, in our life, uh, whether it was buying tuna, whole tuna, thinking that it was no big deal to learn how to uh, <laughs> learn how to flay it to, you know, oh my gosh, there's many stories like that. If you were ever in person, please do ask me because it cracks me up. All right. That is my sidebar. And we're going to get into the meat of the show. And we're going to talk about algorithms. And why do I call them algorithms? It's a little bit snarky, isn't it? 
Well, because I think many of us are giving algorithms for social media a little too much power. I think we're disempowering ourselves at some sort of altar of AI. And we don't need to. If we can understand some basics about algorithms, I think we'll all feel better and one less disempowering excuse, right? Or many, or possibly many. I really think that, no, I don't really think. I know when I hear some other um, people talk about how to best use social media, they're putting out these kind of, you can't grasp at kind of worshiping things at these algorithms. In other words, like there's these perfect hashtags to find or the perfect timing to put up your posts or the least number of words you need to make a comment, quote unquote, count or, oh my goodness, what are some others that there's this perfect number of times to post or that, you know, all of these things that are just really disempowering. The perfect time for you to post is when you post. The perfect time for you to show up and engage is when you have time to show up and engage and you are intentional. The perfect hashtags don't exist. They are helpful and they will help spread your post and they're fun, but please do not think that you can't post unless you know and understand hashtags perfectly. They are helpful and they're fun and yet rarely are you gonna hit on one that really makes a giant difference. They are. They will make a difference, but don't not post because you don't understand hashtags, right? They're helpful, but they're not going to change your life overnight, nor are they going to hold you back. And there's so many more of these. They're kind of like these urban myths. And I want us to pause. And before we disempower ourselves because we don't understand or we think that the algorithms of social media are, you know, the queen of, of all things that we need to worry about. It isn't. AI is not, um, it's something that we can wrap our heads around and it is not as far along as many of us uh, think it is. It's definitely a big part of our lives. And I think many of us notice that those changes in the last 10 years and instead of, you know, feeling disempowered or scared or angry about them, let's do our best to at least understand some basics and realize that AI is a long way from where we think of them in the movies. You know, AI cannot fold laundry. It can't control a robot to fold laundry. It, it really needs really, really specific and repeatable actions. It's not intuitive. It doesn't infer. And um, let's dive into that. Let's talk about how you can still understand some simple aspects of the algorithms and social media and realize you have more in you to share than you need to worry about when it comes to AI. All right. So here we go. So for example, um, recently and in my last podcast, I talked about, I talked about how Instagram is doing away with likes in the US. And there was a big announcement a couple of weeks ago. Well, I was one of the first. I couldn't see other people's likes and then I can see them again. Hmm. It was interesting to me. <laughs> um, as I talked about in my last podcast, made me realize like, hmm, hmm, maybe some of this programming isn't, you know, all that. It's not as perfect as we'd like to give it the power of being. And another bit of it is 
yes, you do see ads that happen to be things that you tend to research more. I don't mind that because it's simply reflecting what I'm doing. For some of us, they find, you know, that's creepy or you don't like it. Uh, it's kind of part of the cost of being on online and getting free content is, quote unquote, you're not being watched so much as someone is, uh, or the algorithms are wanting to know exactly what to give you ads on. And for me, that's okay. We do hear a lot about our data being collected and shared and sold. And yes, that's an important thing to understand and consider and a much larger debate. What I want to emphasize here in this episode is that you don't let it stop you from sharing your message, your work, your ability to engage on social media. That's my point tonight or today, this morning, whenever you're listening, is that show up, use the platforms that are social media that are like no other time in human history to share your voice, to meet people from all over the world to engage with them, to have conversations, to find new friends. Do these things knowing that you can manage the basics um, of AI. It's not something to disempower yourself over. Oftentimes when I hear about AI or algorithms when it comes to social media and what types of ads were being fed, fed, shown, uh, is a way of disempowering ourselves as if we should just give it all up and never show up again. And, um, I don't agree with that. I think that there's a middle way of understanding and moving on and realizing a few things and knowing how it is that you are impacting also what you see and what comes to you in your feeds. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. So remember the point of this episode with AI is that you stay empowered, not disempower yourself because of algorithms. All right. And remember, another big thing is AI or formulas or you know, s- software is only as good as the input that was put into it. And we have seen that there's bias that gets put into algorithms because there are humans behind these algorithms and they're not perfect. And what they create isn't perfect. And what they create gets changed or doesn't work the way they thought it would work. Um, And with that, I want you to stay on your message and what you're doing and your mission for being on social media, your reason for being there. All right. So I want you to focus there. And these are going to be a few more reasons why not to fear or hold yourself back because of AI, because of the algorithms on social media. All right. I had mentioned that there were a few recent science podcasts that talk a lot about AI, and that's what got me thinking about this episode and how to bring it to you and how to empower you as you move into social media and how to relate where AI is and algorithms when it when we're engaging. And one of the biggest ones is algorithms on social media give you more of what you engage in. If you hear somebody say, oh, Facebook is all just politics. Well, that person is engaging with political posts and comments. That's what you're getting fed back more of is what you engage more of. That's why you see um, many of the same people show up in your feed is because you've engaged with them previously. You can choose to 
not engage with the type of content that you feel isn't what you want to see more of. Just don't engage with it. Just let it go past. Engage with that kind of content and the type of people that you want to see more of. It's your platform. It's your profile. It's your login. It's your account or your, your, you know, it's up to you. And that's what's happening is it's showing you more of what you engage with more. And of course, there are people who don't like that. They want to go back to the organic feed. If you go into various your groups that you're members of on Facebook, you can choose to have that come back or you can choose to have those posts shown to you in uh, recent time. In other words, which ones were posted most recently instead of the most active posts. You can do that too when you look into hashtags. That's getting pretty technical, isn't it? So anyway, you do have some influence over what you're seeing. You just have to make extra effort. And remember, if you don't want to see more of certain type of content, don't engage with it when you see it and you'll see less of that. If you want to see more of something else, some more of certain people, engage with them and you'll see more of that in them. And when we talked about the different um, episodes of science that I've been referring to, I want to make sure that I put those out there. And those were two of my favorite shows are Science Friday and This Week in Science. Episode um, Science Friday for September 13th and November 8th, part two, some great talks on what really is a supercomputer and what is AI. And oh, I apologize, that was on twists. So anyway, so those two episodes are great ones for going in and getting a better understanding of where AI is and isn't. Janelle Shane is interviewed for her book on You Look Like a Thing and I Love You. She was using AI or algorithms to get a computer to come up with some good pickup lines like at a bar, right? And that was as good as that algorithm got because it doesn't do nuance. (laughs) And the best one that was spit out that she liked is what she titled her book. Uh, the algorithm or computer came back with, you look like a thing and I love you. That (laughs) is hysterical in my opinion. And also this week in science, episode 747, you know, what is a supercomputer and what isn't it? And what does that have to do with AI? And those are really good episodes for understanding where we've come with really souped up big deal programming and where we haven't and where it is and where it isn't and where You can empower yourself by understanding that when you are holding, if you're holding yourself back because of algorithms, because of AI, go and maybe listen to those episodes and hopefully you'll have a better understanding and a better, you know, sense of empowerment when it comes to your platforms and your message and you showing up and engaging and enjoying it because you have more influence than you realize. Another idea to keep um, in mind as you're showing up on social media is not allowing things to kind of creep you out. Sometimes we hear this type of talk where we're kind of being watched somehow. And I'll let other people debate whether that's a good analogy or not. But what I want you to realize is watch your own behavior. So you choose how you're engaging and how you're showing up and think of it more that way. Observing your own behavior when you're interacting online rather than being worried about 
being overly watched. Um, you have more influence over your engagement and your posting and your mission than you than disempowering and thinking that you don't. There's um, there's a lot of talk out there. There's a lot of people who will try to give you the perfect formulas, the perfect this or that for you know expansion. I want you to show up as you, engage with other people, tag people, network, give a really good message, give good content, be your wonderful self, share helpful information from your expertise, and leave it at that. And keep doing it. And if you hear yourself in your head going, well, I don't know the exact right time to post, go, but stop and post. Put something out there and see how it goes. Yeah. All right. I will move on from my little soapbox of algorithms, smalgorithms. If you have any questions or if anything wasn't clear, please do let me know. And I um, love to hear from you. And I really appreciate you listening and getting out there and engaging and doing your part to share more of what is important to you. Because that's important to me is that you do that. All right. Now, next episode, next week, number 24. Holy smokes, we're on number 24. I'm so excited. The many, many platforms out there. There are so many social media platforms. Which ones do we use and why? And how are they different? And why does that matter? And on and on. That's what we're going to talk about next week. Yes, there are many different platforms. They each have a different culture. And you can choose to be on as many as you'd like. I'll give you some uh, things to think about before you do that or spread yourself too thin or the ones that you might prefer and enjoy more or how to limit your time and how to really focus on being effective but not getting lost and not getting um, overwhelmed and then freezing, right? Not trying to be uh, perfect or overthinking. I'm only speaking from my own experience here, by far my own experience, um, and really making a difference in how we can do that. So the many platforms and how to decide which ones are best for you. We will talk about that next week. All right. Tidbits and freebies. I often get asked about uh, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and I don't do, um, I don't do them. I do them for myself a little bit, but I don't do them for other people. That is a whole nother ballgame. That is an area and a, of expertise that is not mine. I will dive more into learning about those, um, at least the lingo, uh, in a bit of time. It's not where I'm investing right now. Um, I do occasionally boost an event. I do understand how to drop a pin on Facebook and boost an event I'm having and pay for that. And that's been effective. However, I do not claim to help people or be an expert at when it comes to the paid marketing of ads on social media. However, there's a really good podcast you could listen to that would help you get that lingo down. And Amy Porterfield's most recent episode that she released on Friday, November 22nd, is about Facebook and Instagram ads. It's a bonus episode, she calls it, and I do encourage you to listen to that, to at least understand the lingo, the vocabulary of Facebook ads and Instagram ads and start to wrap your head around understanding it so that you feel more empowered. And if you do hire somebody to help you there, that you understand enough to know if that person is the right person for you. 
So I encourage you to listen to that. And again, that was November 22nd. Amy Porterfield's bonus episode is on Facebook and Instagram ads. Very helpful. And let's see, where are we now? Oh, yes, the booster, the booster, booster, booster. So as you all know, I am all about getting you to get your voice out there and be empowered and to peel away any kind of mindset or roadblocks or all of those things. And (laughs) maybe that gets annoying. (laughs) Um, And I will always be challenging you to consider the way that you might be thinking of something or looking at something. And why is that? Because that's what I've probably just done four to six weeks previous. <laughs> so I um, never share or boost or um, try and encourage you to do something that I'm not challenging myself with. I want you to definitely know that. And that if I am bringing something to you that I hope you will consider or that you will find helpful and you'll use to continue your journey of sharing your message, it's something I am sure I have just recently been thinking about or processing and I'm there with you. I am there on this journey. I'm here on this journey with you. And I want you to know that your feedback and what you have to say is not only important to me, but it's important to other people. And what you have to offer the world and your expertise or your voice, your message, what you've seen or what you've learned and how you will do that to lift others similar to you or different than you matters. If it's on a you know, what you think of a small scale, it's still important and it still matters. Um, That's really what I want you to remember as you move forward into your week is that you're not alone. I'm here. I'm here to help you and I'm here to encourage you. And I want you to trust yourself and to take these leaps because you can. You've made it through much more challenging things in life. You've been thrown much bigger arrows than difficulties on social media. You've managed much bigger challenges. You've had to fix or redo much bigger things than kind of a a, a staticky <laughs> uh, podcast episode or whatnot. You can do this, and it does take effort, and it's. Uh, I would rather you be frustrated with me pushing you or frustrated with having to learn these new skills than sad that you never took the chance to share what was inside of you. That is really what I'm after here. And I know that you can distinguish the two. I know that you can. I know that you can distinguish the difference between being frustrated and hitting your head against a wall when it comes to trying something new versus you know, regret. And uh, that's, that's important to me. That distinguish, that difference is a big deal. And I know you can handle being frustrated and trying new things and figuring it out. It's important to figure it out, right? It's part of the keeping that journey going and being off road and finding our ways. It's a good thing. It really is not easy, but it is a good thing. And I'm here alongside with you excited and maybe chopping down a few of the the branches and the trees that lie ahead. Um, Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. I am one of your biggest cheerleaders and I appreciate you. You can reach out to me at henry.brandy at gmail.com and I will talk to you next week. Thanks everybody. Bye-bye.